Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. So let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this April 26th edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer between Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, and Avery Newport hanging out with us today. Uh, got a lot of news, a lot of stuff to get into today at 12.15, so here in about uh, eight or so minutes, we'll be joined by the athletic director from Martinsburg High School, Davis Moore, Friday night getting ready to uh, honor, I believe, seven and put them into the Martinsburg Hall of Fame. Uh, it's going to be a good night. Friday night we'll be there. I believe we'll have the whole induction ceremony that starts at 6.30, so we'll have a time. We'll, have a different time for our pregame show which we'll get into later uh when we kind of figure out the logistics of everything but he'll be on here in about five six minutes to talk about uh, what that night is going to be like and uh, who all is going in uh, but we'll talk about some epac baseball two games last night in the epac uh musselman gets a victory over hedgesville 12 to nothing and a big night there. Dylan Steven went five innings. Stevens, excuse me, went five innings on the mound, giving up two hits, no runs while striking out eight and going two for three with two RBIs at the plate as the Appleman now 13 and six. Hedgesville falls to 13 and nine. The Appleman weren't down in Myrtle Beach, uh, but they uh, quietly, you know, really improving this season, guys. Yeah, and we'll get into their matchup tonight against Jefferson, but. Musselman, since that 14 nothing loss to Jefferson, has only lost uh, three other games. So they've been playing pretty good baseball as of late. Uh, they've now swept Hedgesville on the season, which uh, Hedgesville's really been struggling recently. Down at Mingo Bay had their struggles, only one win down there, and then come back to the Eastern Panhandle and you know lose 12 nothing to Musselman, who's been, a, uh, I think, a solid team this year, but not usually a team that you expect to just beat up on a team like Hedgesville based on the programs in the past. So it's it's been a uh, tough start to the year, or a tough uh, stretch for Hedgesville as of late. And Musselman seems to be playing much better baseball, which um, I think is good for their program, and it's definitely good for the Eastern Panhandle overall. I mean, the EPAC this year has been very competitive. Uh, Hedgesville, like we said, is struggling recently, but they still have a lot of talent on their team uh, to bounce back. But Got to give credit to Musselman. They have definitely uh, turned things around since that loss, and is, they've played really good baseball. Yeah, they've kind of uh, had an unexpected uh, surprise for the uh, EPAC. We weren't really sure how Musselman was going to be this year. They were one of the question marks that we uh, said at the beginning of the season for how they would fare, and for the most part, they've uh, done well and even with that being said, I think tonight will be a really tough challenge for them against uh, Jefferson. I'd like to see them uh, be able to compete, but as Nick just said, last time they met, it was a 14 nothing game in favor of the Cougars, and Jefferson still being number one in the state right now, playing some uh, pretty solid baseball. I think it's going to be another tough outing for Musselman, but if they're able to compete and keep it close, uh, I think that'll even win or lose, help them out as a whole. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Jefferson, they played last night as well, beat Frankfurt 6-2 to behind a great performance on the mound by strikeout Sammy. 
Sammy Roberts going seven innings, allowing four hits, two runs, none earned, walking just two and striking out ten. The Cougars are now twenty-one and three. They'll be on. We'll have their. We'll have that game tonight between Musselman and Jefferson on the radio, TV, and streaming on WRNR TV on YouTube. Uh, Cody's auto body countdown to first pitch is set for five five forty six p.m. First pitch there, and uh, it should be a good one tonight. Yeah, well, we know Roberts won't be pitching tonight since he pitched last night, and he pitched last time against Musselman and just dominated that game uh, like he did last night for Jefferson. So not having him on the mound definitely, I think, helps Musselman in this game. Uh, We would expect either Day or Shipe to go, and both of them struggled in their last start. I think it will probably be Day uh, based on pitch count last game and stuff like that. So, you know, Musselman – doesn't have to face Jefferson's ace, but you still got to keep up with that high-paced offense. If Jefferson's able to get lead runners on like they were last time, then they can steal bases and quickly uh, rack up runs. So that that's going to be a real important key for Musselman to keep this one close. Uh, really just do the opposite of what they did last game and not allow those easy base runners. And then if you do allow base runners, try to keep them on first and not allow them to advance uh, because it was pretty easy for them to take second. Like, there wasn't even throwdowns most of the time. So that's going to be really important uh, for the Musselman defense. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, looking back to the Bingo Bay Classic last week, uh, Day only went two and two-thirds, giving up four hits, two runs, one earned, striking out one, walking one, 50 pitches, 31 of those for strikes. Griffin Horowitz came in and pitched 81 pitches in relief. So uh, unless there is some kind of injury there, he should be ready to go today, uh, very much so ready to go today. About uh, six days off. And I'd expect him to uh, perform better than that last outing. It's a different team. You're more used to an EPAC opponent there. And it's also at home, so you're more comfortable on that mound. But the other interesting thing uh, that we were talking about could possibly be the uh, weather and how that factors. We always know that wind's an issue no matter what uh, ballpark that you're at in the EPAC or let alone in any high school venue but if there's a chance of rain and we do get somehow will that uh due to the uh field conditions there at Jefferson will be a question mark yeah we'll be keeping a look at the weather all day Hedgesville being back in action tonight at Berkeley Springs trying to get back in the wind column for a 7 p.m contest and then uh Washington host Martinsburg for a makeup game today at 4 30 p.m uh, that should be a good one. That game was originally scheduled, I think, two and a half weeks ago. Uh, but due to rain, that got pushed back. And then it was going to be, I believe, in a, the end of the the very end, the last week of the regular season. But it just happened to work out that today was the day that they wanted to schedule it. Unfortunately, we will not have that game for you just due to our pre-scheduled game here between uh, Musselman and uh Jefferson, but uh, Washington Musselman, Washington, or excuse me, Martinsburg, trying to get that one win this season against them after a tough loss the last time out. It's possible Stoudemire could pitch again uh, against the Bulldogs. We know he struck out thirteen last time those two teams met. We know Caleb Edwards will not be going since he can only pitch every seven days. So Martinsburg's gotten good uh, pitching throughout their rotation. So I, I think it's going to be another low-scoring game. I would presume either Stoudemire or Reed will be on the mound for Washington. So, you know, anytime they have those two guys on the mound, uh, it gives them a great chance to win. So it's going to come down to who gets the hits at the right time, I think. If it is uh, Stoudemire on the mound, 
I think you have to give the game to uh, Washington. He, the, he's been unstoppable he really this year. I mean, unfortunately for Martinsburg, I know some people might get frustrated at me saying that, but I've been speaking highly of Washington and their pitching rotation. I said it yesterday, and I'll stand by it. I think right now that possibly is the best pitching rotation in the state for high school baseball right now. What they've done this year has been fantastic no matter who it is, especially Stottlemyre. We saw him down there at Myrtle Beach. It was another double-digit performance for strikeouts and getting the win. Colin Reed does well. They have four or five guys that can start and be the reason why their team wins. There you go. There's Colin's take on the game. We'll get more about Martinsburg, specifically their Friday matchup. Uh, Not really their matchup, but what's going on at their Friday game this week against Musselman. We'll have the athletic director there for the Bulldogs, Davis Moron, after this break. Segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online or the Axle Auto app. They'll deliver to you if you don't like it. They'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, again, we'll be joined by Martinsburg Athletic Director Davis Moore. You're tuning into the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Hagerstown Ford continues to be your leader in car sales up and down the I-81 corridor. We will beat any and all competitors' prices. We've made buying a new car easier than ever with one-day delivery better than Amazon and a return policy better than Walmart. Your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you don't like it, simply return it and we'll come pick it up. No questions asked. Why would you shop anywhere else? At Hagerstown Ford, we take great pride in our community and supporting our local student-athletes. That's why Hagerstown Ford is the official car dealership of Shepard Rams quarterback Tyson Bajant. Our remote buying process has made new car shopping so easy, you'll never even set foot in a dealership. Simply go to HagerstownFord.com and click on the car you want to buy it, or use the Axle Auto app. It's that easy. You can order your new car on any device. Go to HagerstownFord.com and get your new car signed, sealed, and delivered from Hagerstown Ford. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Conveniently located right off 81 at 214 Mid-Atlantic Parkway, Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including happy hour 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. with $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Monday night is trivia night, Thursday night is wing night, and Wednesday and Sunday night is steak night. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! WVU Heart and Vascular Institute offers world-class heart care close to home. Our board-certified physicians are performing groundbreaking procedures using cutting-edge techniques, and that's why we're expanding our services to every corner of our region so you don't have to travel far to receive the great specialty care you deserve close to home. We're now accepting new patients at all four convenient locations in Martinsburg, Hagerstown, Shepherdstown, and Winchester. WVU Heart and Vascular Institute, world-class heart care close to home. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. 
Welcome back to this Tuesday, April 26th edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Rated WRNR and TV 10. Spencer Boy, Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini, and our intern. No, you're not the intern anymore. Avery hanging out with us today. Uh, We talked a little Martinsburg baseball at the end of the last segment, but now we will talk about what's happening at their game on Friday. It's Hall of Fame night. We're now joined by the athletic director at Martinsburg High School, Davis Moore, and a pretty special night at the baseball game on Friday night. Yes, definitely. First off, thanks for uh, having me on in such short notice to to chat about what we have going on Friday night. Um, We're really excited about it. Uh, really excited about getting our new inductees and then if it's anything like last year having a a packed house so everybody can can see our facility um, and all the great things that coach Byler and his staff have done uh, to get it to where it's at right now and hopefully see a good uh, EPAC baseball game against Musselman. And so seven inductees I believe this year Uh, who are the inductees? Yeah, so we have two uh, two categories of inductees that uh, that we um, induct this year. Uh, our first is the contributor division. Uh, we're um, inducting three graduates: uh, Harriet Johnson, class of '67; Michael Burns, class of '75; and Steve Roach, class of '75 as well. In our our athletic division, we uh, have four gentlemen going in: uh, Ralph Powell, class of '45. Raymond Ferguson, class of 67, Curtis Ferguson, class of 87, and Ron Porterfield, class of 56. So um, we're excited about all these uh, people that have done great things for uh, Martinsburg High School, Martinsburg, the community, Berkeley County, and um, I think we have a really good class going in and getting honored on Friday night. Davis, if you could, can you uh, give us, I guess, a little bit of details on each person going in and maybe some of their achievements that uh, led to yeah, this? Yeah, sure. Um, on, on Harriet, uh, she was a Martinsburg graduate and was the uh, first female mayor at Martinsburg. Um, Michael Burns was a uh, lifelong contributor to the, uh, the basketball program and um, somebody that uh, Coach Rogers definitely speaks very highly of. Uh, Steve Roach, again, a, uh, was actually an athlete uh, here at the school, was a wrestler, um, but uh, he also has now ventured on to own Roach Oil and has done a lot of great things for not only Martinsburg, but Berkeley County and all schools in, in, uh, in Berkeley County. On our athletic division, uh, one of these uh, gentlemen, Ralph uh, Powell, uh, very, very cool story, uh, played football and track in the 40s. Um, Really cool story that I hope people can uh, tune in to listen to um, his inductor uh, pay homage to him. Uh, it's, it's a really good story. So he was uh, one that was really interesting to hear about. Uh, Raymond Ferguson was a uh, baseball, football, and track guy, um, also a Vietnam vet, um, does a lot for or did a lot for the community here in Martinsburg and uh, was, a, was a heck of an athlete. Um, also, Curtis Ferguson, uh, football, basketball, track, um, two-year letterman, all CVAL, honorable mention, state player. Uh, his accolades are about three paragraphs long, so um, a lot of different things that uh, will be talked about him. And then uh, lastly, Ron Porterfield. Um, football, basketball, track guy. Um, in the 50s, and then um, 
went on to um, be a businessman in the community and, and gave back to uh, not only Martinsburg High School, but the community as a whole. So we're uh, really excited and hope everybody can um, either stop out and or I'll give you guys the plug here. Tune in to, to hear the great stories about these uh, uh, seven people getting inducted. Hey, Turtle, it's uh, Colin here. 6.30, it looks like the ceremony is going to start. Can you just uh, walk us through what all will be going on during the uh, ceremony? Sure. So uh, our gates will actually open at 3 p.m. At 3.30, uh, JV Baseball will take on Musselman's JV. Uh, After that game concludes, we'll have our teams warm up, get the field ready, and then promptly at 6.30, we'll go directly into our ceremony. Um, And then as soon as the ceremony concludes, we'll uh, play Musselman at 7 p.m. in in baseball. And obviously, just uh, why we're on this topic of special nights at P.O. Faulkner, you were obviously there uh, for the Bread Twig night, and it's going to kind of be a a similar – thing and you're going to be on the field with people uh but what was your takeaway from that night and uh what it meant to the community no i think uh if if people were were there or able to tune in i think it was a tremendous honor uh for for such a special situation um obviously we want that to never happen we wish uh brett was still here with us but I think the tribute and the honor um, organized primarily and, and mostly by Coach Byler himself um, was second to none. Uh, I don't think there were many uh, dry eyes in the place, and uh, it was something very, very special. And, um, again, on Friday night, we uh, this, this type of celebration uh, we hope is uh, a little bit more cheerful than the last one. Um, but uh, definitely with uh, the way that you guys have presented your uh, part in this uh, to the public that can attend and then how we get it organized, I think that um, it'll definitely be a good night for, uh, for Martinsburg High School and uh, Martinsburg Athletics. Davis, back to the Hall of Fame. Uh, how do you get selected to the Hall of Fame? Yeah, that's a great question because we often have uh, people uh, wonder about, hey, how how can I get this person in? Why hasn't this person been nominated? So um, on our Martinsburg High School um, webpage, there is a link to where you can go in and nominate um, someone to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. There's a form that gets filled out. And then uh, once those are submitted to um, the Alumni Association as long as long also with uh, Ms. Wanda Miller, um, we go through as a committee and then um, talk about each candidate um, and then vote on who we think is deserving. So um, there's, a, there's a lot of great people that have helped out Martinsburg High School um, that graduated from here, um, have a lot of athletic achievements that probably deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, but again, it's uh, it's up to somebody to take that time out to nominate them and, and get them in because uh, we have not only a, a rich um, athletic tradition here, but we have a, a rich tradition of academic excellence, and then also um, people that um, wouldn't that that contribute that we wouldn't be able to do the the great things we do here without them. So, um, if you're listening out there, you have somebody in mind. Um, you ever wonder why you weren't nominated? Get someone to nominate you, and we'd be happy to take a look at it. 
I want to switch over to uh, football now as there are nine scheduled games so far, and it has uh, been stated that a tenth one is uh, being searched for. Is there any update yet on a possible opponent for that tenth game for the uh, Bulldogs this year? Well, uh, you kind of blindsided me here, Colin, a little I'm bit. Sorry, I we were but... talking about Hall of Fame night. But <laughs> I know. I, I, I know. figure. That's the uh, that's the question on a lot of people's mind as uh, as you know uh, we want to fill a schedule, um, but as everybody listening and, and knows that it's a it's a tough process when uh, you've been as successful as you have been and um, not necessarily everybody wants to play you. So um, I can just tell you that we were in talks with teams as far as Canada all the way down to Florida. Just recently had one in New York City um, fall through last week because they were unable to, to make it work. Um, but we uh, have been re- reached out to three schools that we found openings with this morning. Um, and hopefully uh, we get something sooner than later. But uh, it's it's a process that uh, unfortunately uh, comes with the territory when you're this successful. So, um we definitely want to get that 10-game schedule um, against whoever it may be. And uh, if if not, we'll play the nine-game schedule, and hopefully instead of going uh, 14-0, we'll go 13-0 and be back in wheeling. So, um, But, yeah, as soon as we know, you guys will know, because I know uh, there's a lot of your listeners out there that are wondering the same thing. There you go, Davis Moore, with the update on potentially the 10th game scheduling for football. But what are some final words you want to say about the Hall of Fame night to the listeners? No, I think um, I think the uh, we've this has always been a uh, until COVID happened. This might be the, one of the biggest blessings we've got out of it because uh, we were supposed to have it during the football season. COVID backed it up, and we uh, scheduled it for our, our baseball area um because like i said earlier i think uh what you guys have seen and what's been seen on television um is just a uh a little part of how nice coach byler has p.o faulkner field right now um i would put it up against one of the uh top fields not only in, in the state but even on the eastern east coast um especially after seeing some things done in myrtle but um come out support um the inductees support our student athletes um we uh, we don't always get the biggest attendance for baseball games. Um, we'd like to change that. So come out, support them. Come out, support these inductees, and um, and have a good night at the ball field. All right, Davis Moore, our guest. And uh, for those of you that haven't been to the ballpark this year, it, I believe by next year there'll be some stadium seating in that they got from the Hagerstown Sun Stadium. Uh, but thanks, Davis, for coming on and talking to us about the Hall of Fame. We'll see you Friday. Awesome, guys, and thank you for all you do, and thank you for having me on to support this. It means a lot. Anytime. Always welcome on the program. Davis Moore, Athletic Director at Martinsburg High School, bringing you guys back in, and some notable people in the Hall of Fame at Martinsburg High School is, uh, I guess, our very own still. Matt Miller is in the Hall of Fame, uh, the Hall of Famer, as he likes to be called, or as Rob calls him, not he likes to be called. He would probably not like to be called that at all. Uh, Kevin Pitznoggle, Class of 2017, um, Coach, assistant coach for the varsity basketball team, Bruce Fowler, um, Greg Wachtel, Larry Cooper, assistant coach for the baseball team. Uh, that was all the so Matt Miller, Larry Cooper, uh, Greg Wachtel, and Bruce Fowler, all the class of 2016. So that was a very big athletic hall or a hall of fame class, excuse me, there. Um, among some others, 
I do believe Coach Walker's in there, and uh, just a lot of a lot of Martinsburg greats in there. Not only for athletics, but uh, around the community. Uh, Vic Holmes, who used to be the color analyst for the Martinsburg Bulldogs, on this station in there as well. But lots of great people there whether they were on the athletic side or they've gone on to do they just went to the to martinsburg high school and gone on to do great things in this community or worldwide yeah it's pretty cool to uh see and i also appreciated him uh not dodging my question about the football schedule like apparently uh some teams are dodging the bulldogs <laughs> there you go there you go right there uh that'll do it for this segment of the sports mix though again if you can't come out which hope you're able to come out on friday uh to p.o Faulkner park we'll have it all for you on tv 10 we're going to start a little early for the pregame get a whole pregame in probably around 6 or 6 10 we'll start the pregame uh and then we'll have the whole ceremony starting at 6 30 on tv and radio but that'll do it for this segment of the sports mix brought to you in part by orsini's home store not just an appliance store any longer cabinets and designer bedding outdoor living it is family owned and operated located right here in martinsburg at 360 hack wilson way go to orsini's.com for more on the other side of this break uh talk a mix match of things including uh Gonna find have to find a new coach for Shepherd Women's Basketball. That's next on this edition of the Sports Mix. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces. Not just Traeger, we carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. For every parent with a child entering pre-K through 7th grade, we invite you to consider Airborne Christian Academy. Enrolling your student in a Christian school, it's never been more affordable. With a WV Hope Scholarship offering $4,300 per year per student. And if you've been hoping for alternative ways for your child to flourish academically while remaining true to your faith, we want to partner with you. Check out all the details at airborne.church forward slash school. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. Not sure where to go or who to trust with your flooring project? And start with Trips Flooring, proudly serving the area for more than 25 years. Specializing in floor sanding and refinishing, along with installation of new flooring, including hardwood, tile, vinyl, laminate, carpet, and the hottest trend in flooring luxury vinyl, tile, and luxury vinyl plank. Are you on a budget? Check out their warehouse, cash and carry, or call 304-229-7009, or visit them online at tripsfloorsanding.com. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10.
Freebird on your Tuesday afternoon here, 1235 Eastern Standard Time in the Eastern Panhandle, April 26, 2022. Uh, we'll get into some interesting news that came out yesterday afternoon. Uh, I didn't see it until yesterday evening when I was sent it to when I was sent it to me on Twitter uh, by the sports doctor Colin McLaughlin. Uh, and it was a press release from Frostburg State University Athletics, and the title said, Jenna Eckleberry announced as head women's basketball coach. Uh, so she will be leaving. She has now officially left the Shepherd program after an amazing run as a head coach for the Lady Rams, bringing you guys back in. And part of the reason why we had Avery on the show today was uh, you've covered, uh, you were able to uh, cover their games all throughout your four years at Shepherd, um, But... Losing Coach Eckleberry is going to be a big loss for the Rams, but a big get for uh, Frostburg State. Yeah, I mean, the, the news was shocking, frankly. I, I didn't really expect it. I heard it from a friend yesterday and uh, couldn't believe it. It took a little while to process that she was that she was leaving. I mean, she had been there for almost 10 years, and they were just coming off the most successful season in program history, winning 25 games, going to the, the second round of the regional tournament, and Abby Beeman being named an All-American, it was just a year full of highs for, for the program and um, certainly a very shocking move that I, I didn't expect at all. Yeah, you, after 25-win season, thought that everybody was going to stick together and try to do better the next year because Beeman was returning. You had uh, Marley possibly coming back, I believe, and you thought she was going to be an, uh, a grad assistant. Still, with all of them there, you thought this team could continue its success, and Coach Eckleberry being the leader, and th- this is very unexpected. When I saw it yesterday on a Twitter after it was shared, I, I was shocked. I still don't fully understand the move from Shepard, a team in the uh, Pennsylvania State Athletic Conference. She's now going to Frostburg. I guess she just wants either possibly a money thing or she wanted to be up for the challenge because Frostburg State, basketball-wise for the women's program, has really been struggling and maybe she just wants to rebuild that program and thought that her time was uh, up for Shepard and in my head it's kind of a head scratcher with all the success in the eight years that she's had there at Shepard why not try to continue and uh have an opportunity to go even deeper in March but she prior obviously to Shepard a couple of seasons few seasons ago now leaving the Mountain East Conference to go into the Pennsylvania State Athletic Conference a wealth of knowledge about the the uh, MEC and the Atlantic region, obviously still being in the Atlantic region while in the PSAC, uh, kind of seems a lateral move, obviously, uh, but uh, definitely an interesting move. Well, I think, Colin, as you, you alluded to uh, a couple minutes ago, I think the reasons why she left, and I, I can't confirm this, of course, but the reasons why were, were monetary reasons and were also, I think, uh, you know, the challenge of trying to build a program up to relevancy because as you mentioned the frostburg state women's program in particular uh was was very bad last year um their athletic program transitioned to d2 not too long ago so their their programs are still trying to 
to assert themselves at the D2 level. And I think their women's program is is pretty far behind in that respect. So bringing in an established winner like Coach Eckleberry is a great step for the Frostburg program. You know, she's an excellent recruiter. She knows the area well. So I think right away her hire is going to make Frostburg a pretty attractive place for some prospects. But just from from things that I've heard around from the people that I know at Shepard, money was an issue in her decision. Um, She was not being paid like other coaches in the PSAC, and uh, I think Shepard was kind of in a tough position. They had to let her test the market out and see what kind of offers she would get. And if Shepard could could counter or provide a similar sort of offer, then they might be able to keep her. And unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Frostburg gave her an offer that she couldn't refuse, and and now she's the head coach. So, unfortunate situation for the Rams because they just had a year of so much success. And uh, the you know who really knows what the program is going to look like come next season. Yeah, it's definitely a huge loss for Shepard and. Uh, the team was already losing a lot in terms of players and talent. So it will be interesting to see how they play next year. But whoever comes in does, you know, have stuff to work with in terms of there's a lot of young talent returning. That young talent just didn't really get a chance to prove itself. And you also take over a program that now has some pretty good national recognition. So you take over – a pretty good program in place. There's something there for that coach, whoever it is. It is unfortunate for Shepard that they couldn't uh, pay her what she deserves. But you got to be happy for Coach Eckleberry as well. She's now getting paid the way she is well-deserving of, and she's getting to continue coaching and, and get that new challenge. It definitely will be a challenge there to win games, and I'm sure they won't go from whatever they were last year to into the NCAA wins. tournament. Yeah. But Eventually, I think she'll get that program back, or at least to relevancy, pretty soon. And you know something else you got like going back and looking at uh, the Frostburg State women's basketball program in 2018-19, they were 15 and 11, and uh, f- fell in the, I guess their tournament, whatever it was uh, that they were in. But they haven't been a, above. Besides that, they hadn't been an above average or above 500 team. Since 2009-2010. Well, I think so, that season they were still in D3. They were. Yeah. 2018-19 they were still in D3. Right. They made the transition just a couple of years ago. So Probably know, about it, the same time that Shepard left the MEC, they added them in the MEC as part of the expansion. Right, yeah. They were they were Shepard's replacement in the conference when they left for the PSAC. But one other thing you got to think about in all this is what is happening across America in college athletics right now. When a coach leaves... You have a max exodus via the transfer portal. How much will that happen? Will you see the star players that are returning leaving the transfer portal? We'll try to see what's going on, or do, do they hire the assistant? Like you got to see what happens here, obviously, or do they make a splash hire from somewhere else? Uh, obviously, that's something to keep an eye out for. Yeah, I think the the main question now is kind of what the status of Abby Beeman will be at Shepherd. Um, you know, not making any assumptions right now, but. You know, there. Who knows really where where she's going to be, or if she's still going to be around to to finish out her career here at Shepherd, or if there might be some other options for her elsewhere. Uh, again, she's proven that she's one of the best D two players in America, and 
all of her accolades from last season prove that. So I'm sure any team in the country would, would appreciate having her on their team. So that's certainly something to keep an eye on. Again, a lot of players like to play for coaches, and when those coaches leave and there's some shakeup in the program, then they might decide that they have better options elsewhere. So certainly something to keep an eye on. Um, you know, there are other young players in the program, too, that might do the same thing. You know, again, none of that is guaranteed, and it's all just speculation at this point, especially since, you know, this news literally came out yesterday. So... <laughs> Uh, but it is certainly something to think about, and uh, I would not be surprised if a couple players decided to to test the waters. And that was the point that I was going to make, is you usually see in the uh, transfer portal, especially at a level like this, if a coach leaves, their players will follow, and Beeman graduating from Frankfurt not too far from Frostburg State, I brought up the question when we were talking about this yesterday, would it be possible for her to go follow Coach Eckleberry and help rebuild the program there? Because if you're rebuilding a program, wouldn't you love to have a star like uh, Beeman to center your program around to kind of get a jump start in that rebuild and maybe attract some other players to come play along with her? Who wouldn't want that? As Avery said, she is one of the best, if not arguably the best, point guard in Division II women's basketball at the level there. And it'll be interesting to see what her decision is if uh, she decides to leave with uh, Coach Eckleberry or someone else. Best of luck to her, and best of luck to Coach Eckleberry too. Yeah, obviously best of luck to Coach Eckleberry. It was a pleasure being able to uh, cover her team this last season at Shepard. And uh, let's now turn our we'll have to obviously this will be a continuing story we'll cover here throughout the summer as more details emerge about uh whether players will transfer uh what the new coaching staff will look like we'll we'll keep you up to date on that and uh at some point maybe we can get uh chauncey wimbush back on the show to potentially talk about it and uh but uh now let's transition to the nba i know colin's a happy man today as uh, his celtics Got the sweep last night over the Nets with a 116-112 to 112 victory. Tatum had 29 points. Kevin Durant, though, tried to keep his team in it, had 39 points. Uh, they just came up short, so 116-112 victory. And the uh, C- C- uh, Seahawks, I was going to say Seahawks, the Celtics move on. I believe they're the first team to move to round two. Yes, they are. So, very happy last night. I texted you guys. I was a little worried when Tatum fouled out, but... Uh, like they have all series long the Celtics found a way to uh hang on and get the win getting the sweep over Brooklyn I I I knew I I was the only one that said here on the show that they were going to be the one to win the series I didn't expect it to be in four but I'm very happy it was this team is playing great like they have been for the second half of the season it continued in the playoffs they are looking really hot right now and now you get Rob Williams to continue to rest and your stars to uh, rest as well. And even with the win last night, I was watching that game and out of the four games, I thought that was the worst that Boston played and they were still able to uh, get the win and the sweep against uh, Brooklyn. So bye-bye Kyrie and I told you so, guys. And the Raptors trying to jump back into their series with the 76ers. They got a 103-88 victory last night and now... It's uh, going to game six with Philadelphia up 3-2 while uh, 
Obviously, the Raptors try to tie it up their next ball or the next game. They try to tie up the series, and then uh, the Mavericks, one step closer to moving on to the second round, get a 102-77 victory over the Jazz. They now lead the series three-two. Uh, so a big, uh, big night last night in the NBA playoffs. Looking forward to tonight, the Hawks and Heat at 7 p.m. on NBA TV. Uh, Miami favored by six and a half here. 7:30, uh, David Woods Timberwolves take on the Grizzlies for Game Five. Uh, that series tied at two. The Heat and the Hawks series is three-one in favor of Miami. Sorry, forgot to mention that. Uh, but that uh, Timberwolves Grizzlies game, seven thirty TNT. Memphis favored by six in this ball game, according to the odds makers. And to round out tonight, the NBA wise, ten PM TNT. The uh, Pelicans and the Suns, as uh, one team's trying to take the lead in the series, tied it two apiece here. And uh, Phoenix is favored by six and a half in this ball game. What do we think of tonight's three-game slate? Well, I was going to go back and talk a little bit about the Toronto game last night, just quickly because you know James Harden kind of has been called out by Joel Embiid, which I think is interesting. Uh, you know, he had said that they need him to be more aggressive, so there's already some problems potentially there in Philly between Embiid and uh, Harden, which I mean, really, it's not surprising at all with those two guys' uh, background that they are having some issues potentially, and now Toronto all of a sudden is back in that series, but in terms of the games tonight, uh, I could see Minnesota definitely making it close tonight against Memphis. I think six points is a lot for a team that's battled throughout that series, so for David Wood's sake, I'll I'll say Minnesota can at least keep within the six. I don't know if they win tonight, but I think Memphis, or I think they'll they'll keep it close. I think Memphis is the better team. Um, and now the Suns are definitely concerning with how they've played recently. So there's definitely some series that you'd think would already be over based on how they started, but now they're getting uh, really interesting and getting into deeper and, and the longer teams stick around the more you start to feel like the underdogs might find a way to win it the one last thing i want to say about this sixers raptors series is that uh the sixers have had a tendency to choke in the playoffs specifically doc rivers and his teams have had a tendency to choke uh <laughs> you know he he choked real bad against the the nuggets a couple years ago in his last year at the clippers blowing a 3-1 lead. He's blown a number of 3-1 leads as a coach in his career. And in this series, they were up 3-0 against the Raptors, and it looked like they were on their way to a sweep, and they've lost the last two. And yesterday was a particularly bad loss. So it's a 3-2 series now. Toronto could very much come back and make it interesting. Could Doc Rivers blow a 3-0 lead? No? Maybe? That's a good yes. question. Maybe. I, I doubt we'll it, but... I- because I just don't think Toronto is that great, but they are definitely uh, struggling right now there in Philly. They are struggling there in Philly right now, but that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, sponsored in part by Parsons Ford, Ken Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll wrap up the show talking some caps are back in action for their third to final contest tonight, final home game tonight, uh, and then we'll talk about the Nats and O's. Uh, interesting piece coming out this morning, a report about something. I don't know if we ever talked about it on the air, uh, but now they're going to be a lot. Now we're kind of they're getting back to normal broadcast wise. We'll talk about that when we wrap things up on today's edition of the Sports Mix. Next, after this two minute break. 
With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Do you love martial arts? Are you a little more Miyagi-Do than Cobra Kai? Dragon Warrior Kung Fu offers a well-rounded program designed to promote and encourage learning and growth in a family-friendly environment. Because Kung Fu is not just flashy fighting skills, it's a lifelong journey of self-discovery. Dragon Warrior Kung Fu. Call us at 304-350-0646 and learn more today. This is Ben Copenhaver, your local alarm professional at Dynamark Atlantic Security. Did you know that home break-ins are 6% more likely during the day? That's right. The bad guys know when you're away, and they are smarter than you think. Dynamark Atlantic Security has the security solutions for you. Don't commit the error when the game is on the line. Phone me today at 304-671-2158 to learn how to play good defense against the bad guys. Dynamark Atlantic Security. Call today at 304-671-2158. Now's the time to talk with John's Pool Supplies about opening your pool. Or maybe it's time for a new above-ground or in-ground pool. John's Pool Supplies, 237 Eagle School Road, has over 30 years of experience and a large selection of products, services, and supplies for your pool or hot tub. From custom liner installation and pool inspection to free water testing, call John's Pool Supplies at 304-267-2000. JohnsPoolSupplies.com. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for April 26, 2022. Spencer Spoonick, Virgilini, Colin McLaughlin, Avery Newport hanging out with you today here as we've got about five or so minutes left. In the broadcast or in the show today, excuse me, we'll have tonight we'll have a baseball broadcast, 540 Cody's Auto Body Countdown to First Pitch, 6 p.m. First Pitch as Jefferson host Musselman. But uh, let's talk a little uh, hockey and baseball. But first, segment sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or you can stop by their offices in Martinsburg at 1270 Winchester Avenue. As uh, we'll talk a little caps tonight, uh, third to final game of the season. They're hosting the Islanders' final home game tonight, 7 p.m. We'll get you into that broadcast once the Jefferson Musselman game wraps up. Uh, Ovechkin, though, he misses morning skate today. Game time decision as he's a day, he's day to day with this upper body injury. Um, just kind of way things are. I don't necessarily know that he's going to play, nor that he should play just to keep his body better that's what i was going to go with is let him rest it's three games left you're in the the playoffs the only thing you can do i guess is if the penguins lose and you win then you pass them pass them because you're well i think you're tied with them no if they won the other day outright yeah 
They would have tied them, but they would have been above them because they beat them in the season series. I think I saw they were one point back. Yes. The Penguins had 101, and they had 100. Yeah. Let them rest. That's my thought. Let them rest. So the first line looked like this morning, morning skate. McMichael, Kuznetsov, Wilson, Johansson, Backstrom, Sherry, second line, Mantha, Eller, uh, Oshie, third line, and fourth line, Larson, Dowd, and Hathaway. Uh, I'd say let him rest, but apparently they're honoring him tonight, pregame, Colin, you said? Yeah, they're honoring him for uh, surpassing Yager on third all-time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he's gonna. I think Yager's going to be there, too, potentially. I didn't see that part. I or just... Gretzky's going to be there. Somebody's going to be there. I saw something the other day. Uh, but obviously, I don't, I don't see him playing. Uh, but again, 7 p.m., we'll jump into the broadcast radio side once we are done with the Jefferson-Musselman game. Um, before we close out today, Masson uh, report out. Masson will finally allow the Nationals and Orioles broadcast crews to go to the games. Uh, finally back to normal for Road them. Road games. Road games. That's what I meant. Road games. Yeah. But uh, finally, a month into the season. Three weeks into the season. Yeah. I was talking to my dad about it. He saw the Masson guys coming into Amtrak today for the O's. Jim Palmer and a few others for riding the train to New York. So. It's, it's definitely uh, cool to see. It's about good to time. See. Yeah, I mean, it's not <laughs> really cool. They should it, do it's that. It's disappointing anyway. that they didn't do it at the start, and I'm happy that uh, they got enough uh, crap for it to make them change their minds and allow these broadcasters to go. Because and they want to be. It there. makes no sense. Yeah, yet. they want to. You don't want to not be there. It makes the atmosphere better. It makes the broadcasting Broadcast more authentic, so that. You don't have to hear on the radio uh, very offset noise coming from a crowd mic from somebody else or even possibly what could have been fake crowd noise. Well, there's no delay. There's no delay. There's no lag. You know, you can just like they can call the action as it happens rather than like watching on a video five seconds after. And they also like what I've seen, what I've heard before is when the Nats were at the Braves a couple weeks back, maybe. I don't know. I heard something somewhere where they're like, oh, yeah, there was a defensive replacement, and they didn't know because when you got a a wide shot of the whole Mm -hmm. field and then a shot of the pitcher and a shot of the batter, like you you can't see the outfield. So hopefully things will improve broadcast-wise for Masson. But uh, Orioles get started a series tonight against the Yankees, 7.05 first pitch. Nats back in action tonight. They host the Marlins. Uh, Marlins seven and eight, Nats six and twelve. Uh, Josiah Gray going for the Nats. Uh, who's going for the Orioles? Uh, Jordan, Jordan Miles. Miles. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan Miles. Miles. So uh, both teams trying to get in the win column tonight. Nats trying to end a five-game skid, uh, but uh, Orioles trying to continue their dominance against their little brothers in New York. There you go. You like that? The Yankees started off as the Baltimore Orioles way back in 1908, something like that. All right, well, there's your history fact. So really, the Orioles have 27 World Series plus the three they won as the Orioles at 30 World Series for the (laughs) A's. Just history, man. You know, you know, you're just how it works. Got that off the dome there, Nick. It's easy math. I guess, I guess, and he can divide by zero, so it's true. Yeah, Travis Smith in the comments section says you can divide by zero. Uh, Everybody in the comments section today, uh, thanks for commenting. Uh, Hi to everybody out there that was listening today, but that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, Thanks to Martinsburg Athletic Director Davis Moore for coming on, detailing the Hall of Fame ceremony that's going to take place this Friday, the baseball game. 
uh, versus Musselman. We'll have that for you. We'll have a special pregame time, but that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Tonight, 5.40 pregame, 6 p.m. first pitch. Jefferson hosting Musselman. Uh, for Avery Newport, Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer Bruce saying so long. We'll talk to you tonight and tomorrow at 12.08.